Hey everyone, I'm Amy Connell. Thanks for tuning in to Lessons to My Teenage Self, a Christ-centered, diet culture-free show about all things health for teen girls. This is the shortcut you need to thrive in your physical, mental, and spiritual health. As a personal trainer and nutrition coach, I'm passionate about empowering you to find your best version of health. Each week, I dig into one topic I wish I'd known as a teen. This is a continuation of last week's episode. So if you missed last week, go back and listen to it. It is called What is Intuitive Eating? And this is something I so wish I had known about when I was a teen and when I was younger. Now, one thing that I did not mention last week, but I do want you to know is there's so much science behind it. This is not someone just coming up willy nilly making things up. The authors of the book Intuitive Eating really did a lot of work behind it. So if you are interested in learning more, you can always buy the book. There's also a workbook called Intuitive Eating for Teen Girls. And I will link to that in the show note if you want to check that out. But that's a really great way to kind of dive in and explore, maybe be curious about all of this. So again, if you haven't yet listened to what is intuitive eating, then go back and listen to that. Today, I want to talk about what are some of the misconceptions. So I would say there's probably four main ones that I want to talk about today. The first one is, oh, it's just eating whatever you want. Like it's eating whatever you want, whenever you want, willy nilly, not worrying about anything. And there are some kind of nuances that go along with that. Like we don't need to worry about every single morsel of food that is going inside in our mouth. This is where the the third principle called making peace with food comes into play. But intuitive eating is misunderstood because people often think it means you can eat anything and everything without any kind of regard to health. But in reality, it's really tuning into your body's cues and making food choices that honor your physical needs, but also your emotional needs. Maybe it's even your social needs. And by that, I mean, we are filling our soul in other ways, like connecting with our friends. I like to read the Bible. And I see several instances where Jesus and his disciples were sitting around having food. I mean, the miracles of you know feeding the 5,000. I mean, there are so many stories about Jesus filling the bellies of people while he was on earth. I am pretty sure Jesus and his disciples were not sitting around the table worried if they were having good food or bad food. They ate the food that was there. And the time that they spent together filled their emotional tank. It filled their connection tank, which is so important. So intuitive eating encompasses all of this and neutralizes food from a good or bad perspective, but instead invites you to choose foods that will make you feel well. And maybe it'll make you feel well because you're enjoying chocolate cake with your girlfriends that's feeling well. Maybe it'll make you feel well because you had chicken strips for lunch and you just kind of want a salad, like you need some fiber. So it's not eating whatever you want. It is tuning into your body and your holistic self to make food choices that are best for you. 
Another misconception is that it's just lazy or totally unstructured. One of the things that I think our culture, and particularly in America, we have this like, just tell me what to do. I want the blueprint. I want the guideline. I want the rules. I will follow this. And intuitive eating does not have that. And so because we have this mindset of we have to follow the rules, we have to follow something, then it is perceived as being lazy or unstructured. However, what it does is it actually is even deeper than that because it involves being mindful of what we are eating. It involves self-awareness and saying, okay, I'm really hungry at lunch and I'm going to have lunch even though my friends aren't. Intuitive eating is responding to your body, is being aware. One of the things I love about Gen Z which is what you are in, is your awareness of mental health. This is something that I wasn't even, I wasn't even clued into you guys. I mean, that's a whole nother episode of like lessons to my teenage self. I mean, hello, pay attention to your mental health, but you guys are there. You guys are there. And what better way to help your mental health than to respond to your entire body because our health is so connected. So intuitive eating is not lazy. It's not unstructured. It's actually balanced. And you might even be able to say it's next level because it is a customized, optimized way for you to respond to your body, to pay attention to what your body's telling you and to enjoy the food that will make you feel well. Another misconception is it's only for people who have a healthy relationship with food. Now, again, this could be its own episode. Maybe it will. Spoiler alert, very few people actually do have healthy relationships with food. And I'm actually going to throw the women in your life who are in my age group, in the Gen Xers, Most of us do not have a healthy relationship with food. We're trying, we are trying so hard to reestablish that because we have been entrenched in diet culture forever. And now we're realizing, oh, that actually didn't serve me very well. I need to have a better relationship with food. And if you have a loved one in your life, maybe a mom or an aunt or, or just someone who cares a lot about you, they want you to have a good relationship with food as well. Intuitive eating is for anyone who is wanting to break free of diet culture. And I hope that's you. I really hope that's you because you will save yourself so much angst and anxiety about food and your body if this is something that you start to implement. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's not easy. It hasn't been easy for me. It's definitely a learning process, but it's so helpful and beneficial. Intuitive eating can absolutely help you if you've had a really challenged relationship with food. I know many, many registered dietitians who work with people who are struggling with eating disorders, and they will use intuitive eating because it just neutralizes food. But this is for anyone who wants to have a better relationship with food. I don't know anyone who doesn't want to have a better relationship with food. I have yet to meet someone who says, you know, I just really wish that I felt more shame when I didn't eat salads. Like nobody says that. Nobody says that. So intuitive eating is absolutely for anyone, regardless of where you are. Does that mean it's going to be super easy 
when you first start walking through this? Not necessarily. It might be for you, and that's wonderful. It's kind of like our faith. When we accept Jesus into our life, like we are forgiven, and we don't have to do anything to earn the love of Jesus, right? Like we do not have to do certain things. We do not have to earn Christ's love. Likewise, you do not have to have a healthy relationship with food to embark on intuitive eating. This is for anyone, anywhere, and it's accessible to everyone everywhere as well, regardless of what food is available to you, because not all food is available to all people. The fourth misconception I want to address is, well, it leads to weight gain. One of the things I think is important to recognize in the context of this conversation is our bodies have a natural set point. That is a point at which it just kind of wants to hang out. I had an author, Leslie Schilling, she is the author of the book Feed Yourself on my Graced Health show. And she just described it as where our bodies just kind of want to hang out. So when we start to pay attention to our bodies and be mindful and honor our hunger and feel our fullness and everything in between, our body may change one way or another because we are giving our body what it needs and therefore it will be able to get to its set point. Really, intuitive eating isn't focused on a certain body size. It is not focused on the scale. It is focused on overall well-being, which this is another little mini lesson that I wish I had known. I'm not going to be any happier if I'm 10 pounds thinner. You still make bad grades on tests. You still have friendship issues. You still may not get into your dream school. I mean, whatever that is, like that will still happen even if you are in the body size that you think that you want. Our overall well-being is optimal when we are feeding ourselves and we're feeding ourselves enough and we're feeling our fullness and we're satisfied and we're connecting and we are attuned to our emotional well-being. Like again, this holistic aspect of it. And that is what our body and our soul and our mind really want. There's been some research done actually with intuitive eating and it is associated with improved psychological well-being and also just a lowered risk of eating disordered behaviors, you know, regardless of changes in weight. So no, intuitive eating does not mean you're going to gain weight. It means your body is going to be at the place that it ne- that it wants to be because that was God designed. So those are four of the misconceptions about intuitive eating. I will tell you again, that this is something that I have been learning, I have been implementing really just in the last few years. And I will tell you how much peace it has brought me that I don't have to worry about every single morsel that I eat. I don't have to worry that, oh gosh, it's 10am and I shouldn't be hungry because I had breakfast. Well, maybe I just didn't have enough breakfast or I had a big workout and so now I'm extra hungry and that's okay. There is so much peace that goes along with adopting this mindset and learning and being curious about your body and asking yourself kind questions and really just kind of responding to the amazing body God created in me and in you. 
I hope that clears up some of the misconceptions about intuitive eating. And I hope you have enjoyed these two episodes. Next week, I'm actually bringing on a colleague of mine to talk about habits. And you are going to just love her because I love her too. Okay, that is all for today. Take today's lesson and go out there and live the life God has for you and your amazing original body. Thanks for tuning in today. Do you have a question you would like answered here on the Lessons to My Teenage Self podcast? If so, go to the show notes where you will see an anonymous form you can fill out and that question may be answered here on the show. Also, if this show is valuable to you, could you do one of two things that are enormously valuable to me? Number one, share it with a friend. Just take a screenshot, send it to her, or you can go to the show and send it straight from there. Also, if you can provide a rating and review, particularly if you listen to your uh, podcasts in Apple Podcasts. Thanks again and see you next time.